Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer. I'm here with Alan Blanchard, and we are going to be looking at some brand new releases today on our This Is Jazz Today podcast, looking at May 2021 releases. We've got 10 great releases lined up. Alan, thanks as always for uh, creating a nice 10-track journey for us this month. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call it a journey, but uh, it's something for sure. It is a journey. I mean, it's like a, it's a flow. It's something. It's a flow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. It makes, uh, makes it seem like I put a whole much more effort into it rather than I was like, I really like these 10 tracks, you know? Well, I mean, I guess there's a, a little bit of both in there, a little truth to both of those statements, but uh, we're going to kick things off with a brand new album from Joe Lovano and Dave Douglas. They have a band called Sound Prince and I think there was a couple singles of this before this actually came out, but it's finally out. I think there was too. Um, yeah. I guess this band, I didn't realize, started like years ago, like almost 10 years ago on Blue Note in 2013. Um, but they're now releasing on Green Leaf Music. This is a follow-up to uh, their last album, which was, I think, like three or four years ago. Um. But man, it's a cool band. You know, it's it was kind of started, I guess, after like uh, on Wayne Shorter's 80th birthday. And you can kind of see that vibe, if you will, like some of Wayne Shorter's influence and what on it, um, especially when they were checking out arrangements of like Fee-Fi-Fo-Fum and whatnot. Um, but it's a great band. You know, Joe Lovano, Dave Douglas, Lawrence Fields, Linda May, Hano, and then Joey Barron. So it's a really good quintet. I think if you're into like late Wayne Shorter, um, I mean, even late Miles Davis, I think you'll like it. It's, uh, you know, some of the tracks, in my opinion, uh, are a little bit better than others. I think that's the case with all albums, though. Um, But I think it's a little bit better for me because it's just easier for me to like follow some of them. And some of them make me think a little bit more. And it's really early in the morning. And so I'm going to go with a little easier to follow right now okay all right all right um you just mean so some are more uh friendly than others i suppose yeah yeah and this is like this is i will completely admit right now too that i haven't listened to nearly enough miles davis and or wayne shorter and so like all of that stuff you know the whole uh time without or yeah changes without time and whatnot is is um you mean time new to my change. ears yeah, time without changes. That one. Okay, I can't get it right. See, I have no changes. Yeah, um, but it's cool. It's a cool album. It's something that I will definitely dive more into on my journey of learning more as a young musician. Funny. Um, I think also I'm ninety percent sure that um, one of our other outside in artists who released an album a while ago uh, that went with a comic book named Dave Chisholm, trumpet player, did the artwork on the cover for this. Oh, that's killing. I didn't know what he did. Yeah, I had seen something on Facebook and now looking at it a little more closely, I'm pretty sure that that's his work. So uh, Dave released a record, I forget what year it was, but it's called Instrumental. And it's uh, mm-hmm. his music plus a comic book. That was one of our first releases. That was one of my know. first releases with us. What was that 16, 17, something like that? Yeah, it's old. It's old. It's old now. 
but uh, staying on the Miles Davis kick here, we're going to move to one of another another Miles Davis uh, alum, as it were. Uh, great record. I've listened, I've listened to a little bit of this already, so this is I know very good. And this is from Dave Holland. Yeah, I mean I don't know what else. Are, like Dave Holland, like you said. Uh, great Miles Davis alum, and it's one of those people like when he releases something, you almost owe it to yourself to listen to a little bit. And I mean, this album with Kevin Eubanks on guitar and Obed Cavalier on drums is just, it's just killing. Um, it's also something new to me because in the last few years, I guess since I've started to listen more towards jazz guitar, so that's cool. And it's just interesting to hear like the guitar and its balance between um, like a horn almost and, or acting as like a rhythm section figure, you know? So like balancing it between like less harmony that we're going to imply all the time, more like single note lines versus more harmony and how they go back and forth and balance that. And plus I'm a huge uh, Kevin Eubanks fan. So that just kind of helps settle that anyways. Oh, nice. Well, I'm glad for you that you, discovered the multifaceted uses of the guitar in jazz what can i say man what can i say <laughs> yeah whoops whoa sorry <laughs> got volumes all over the place here but you know to me it's another interesting point about this one is it's out on edition records as you mentioned and i was just you know stuck on my phone this morning looking at edition records instagram page and just being like amazed by the Oh, they have, they're scooping up every all these great artists. Like, there's another one coming up from on edition from Chris Potter. Chris Potter's on there, and Ben Wendell, and a lot of really great artists going over to the because it's a UK based label. Obviously, Dave is uh, from the UK, but um, just really interesting to see what they're up to over there. Yeah, because they also have, if I'm not mistaken, Ben Wendell, right, and Gretchen Parlato. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's more who I'm forgetting. Don't they also release European artists as well that maybe are less known here, but yeah, but also like Kurt Alling, like a lot of people that are really well known to here too. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming up. I think in the fall, Nate Smith has a record coming up with them in the fall. I saw today. And actually I know it's not on here on your playlist here, but I discovered in the last couple of weeks, there's a, I guess I'm not sure it's really jazz or not. Not that it matters, but there's a, a tubist that's on there. Oh, roster. really? And it's actually like surprise. I mean, I don't mean to put down any like tuba instrumentalists that are listening, but as a f- the forefront instrument in, a, in an improvised setting, it's not always the case, but it's like really interesting, like kind of cinematic sonic landscapes. At first, I, I didn't even know it was a tuba. I thought it was somebody playing like a euphonium or something. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I forget jazz euphonium. Name. Yeah, you know, classic jazz euphonium. But anyway, they have some really interesting releases. So if you want to go on a little adventure, Edition Records has many things for you. But uh, let's keep going here on the uh, the trumpet trend, the Miles Davis trumpet trend. This guy is not necessarily playing just like yeah. Miles Davis, but. <laughs> I was really waiting to see how we made that connection between yeah, just, Miles Davis and Alex Sipiagin. Yeah, just going to give up on that one. But uh, um, a great new record called Upstream. Yeah, in which I think is really nerdy, but I think Alex plays with an upstream rather oh, than a geez. downstream. 
I was really. I feel go like there. someone. Th- Anyways, um, Alex Sipiaga, new record out on Positone, uh, with a great band of Art Hirohara, uh, Boris Kozlov, and Rudy Roystein. Um, I don't, I don't know what the, this is like. Just totally like a guilty pleasure. I play trumpet. It's gonna go on here because Alex Sipiaga is incredible, and he knows how to play the instrument um, very well. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where you can sit there and appreciate like, wow, he can do that on a trumpet. And it's also beautiful melodies and not just like technically facility, you know, in your face, but just beautiful playing and, and, and a amazement at, at what they can do. Nice. So if you don't know what Alan's referring to in terms of this upstream thing, so basically when you play a brass instrument, the air is either the way it sits on your face, kind of either like when you shift, you either shift it up or down, depending on whether your air column goes up or down coming out of your mouth. So they refer to that as upstream or downstream players. But uh, I might be great, wrong. There's great I, I ones in both camps, know. but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's for I, mean, I don't really care. Well. I don't really care about it. I just know someone mentioned it to me one day and they're like, why don't you try this? And I was like, nah, it feels weird. Yeah. So like if they shift the horn up when they go into the upper register versus down, that can kind of tell you whether they are upstream or downstream, but we're going to move on from this conversation because (laughs) nobody cares. Um, (laughs) Moving to another great release here. This is a great guitarist switching instruments here. We got... Oh yeah, Julian Lodge. Yeah, and as I told Nick, this single might have come out before May, and I don't really care. They all put it on the same stuff. Uh, but this is Julian Lodge's version of Booze Blues, which I, I'm I'm assuming is an original. I haven't heard it before. Um, on his upcoming record, which should be out in about a week, Squint. Uh, I think it's his Blue Note debut. But it's it's a killing band. Uh, it's Julian Lodge and then Jorge Roder on bass and Dave King on drums. And I don't know. I mean, I think this um, this album and and just vibe of this band is just like good. You know, like we we got it together. And uh, you know, go check out Blue Note. He's going on tour. I just found out as we're talking here, he's coming to Nashville. So I'm gonna bookmark that one because Julian Lodge is killing and everyone should go see Julian Lodge and not be like me and live in a tunnel of jazz guitar. Discover it earlier. It's a good instrument. <laughs> Funny. I didn't realize it was Dave King on drums. If you didn't know, Dave King is uh, from the Bad Plus, the drummer from the Bad Plus. Oh, I did not know. There you go. Um, yeah, great. And I'm glad to see that the gigs are coming back. For someone like Julian, uh, just as in general, I mean, the touring is starting to come back. It's been a long winter, we'll say, <laughs> yeah. for, for for music. So that's I will exciting. say it's it's interesting to like, like it's June, and I already just bookmarked a date in December, <laughs> which oh, is when he's December. coming. Through. Yeah, he's ending his tour in Nashville in December. At Rudy's or somewhere else. No, actually not at Rudy's, not at a jazz venue. It's at the basement East, which is like a very, it's a basement and it's, uh, it's pretty small, intimate place, but it'll be a cool vibe. It'll, it'll be cool. We'll see. 
it's just like a music club in general yeah just uh yeah but it's usually more like popular music like Corey wong has also played there and whatnot mm, okay um cool. but it'll be cool nice all right we're gonna keep moving to number six for this week we've got uh, again another edition records this one from the great chris potter this is the peanut yeah and i don't know why but for some reason it might just be my headphones i don't know i feel like when i was listening to this one it was a little uh like more open of a timbre than i necessarily expect from some recordings hmm. um like it like from a really really live room it's just not as like dense sometimes as like massive recordings come out um but it's also a trio with james francis uh on piano and then eric harlan on drums um and i don't know i think that's just like chris potter's thing is playing with the trio maybe sometimes a quartet but like that's that's usually it you know like he is the horn out front and there's a band behind him and it's so that he can do incredibly rhythmic and just uh everything but this is also if you didn't notice uh the same band that he released with back in 2019 um and similar artwork so i wonder if he's going for a vibe of his last edition records release um with the whole like circuit board type uh design and everything yeah i mean it says uh circuits trio on it too so i think it's the same same band right that uh yeah that would make (laughs) that would make a lot of sense actually (laughs) well here we go go. (laughs) funny um I think, you know, yeah, he's had this like trio thing going for a while, but he did quartet with no bass before that. Uh, there was a record, it's old now. What was it called? Follow the Red Line or something. Live at the Vanguard with Craig Taborn and Adam Rogers. You know, I don't think there is ever a record that's followed by Live at the Vanguard that was bad. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Man, but I was just looking at this. This one track is 25 minutes long on here. Yeah, I did not pick that track uh, for that reason. <laughs> but it's it also killing. has the I've least streams by seven times. That was uh, not a reason that I took into consideration, but it is a killing track. I have listened to it. Yeah, no, I'm just, it's just funny that it's more of a comment on the listeners, I think, than the, the artist, in my opinion. The people it's just fair. can't get their head around 25 minutes of music yeah i've become more of a fan recently of like who was it uh when i went on a huge bob reynolds um dive the other Mm. day um he he did like he definitely had a track that was easily 15 minutes long but they split it up into three tracks like the intro the track and then the outro which i think is probably a more approachable way for the average listener like even if you are going to play something that long try and split it into two different tracks so at least they feel like it's just like one into the next right right yeah i don't know it's a playlist culture i mean i really think you know on some playlists like there's a limit to how long the tracks can be i'm pretty sure it seems to me but this is all hearsay i'm just making stuff up all right, so we're going to keep going here from Chris Potter. We're moving to a great big band record from one of our artists. Of course, he had to include one of our artists here. This is uh, Ulysses Owens Jr. and his big band playing this Michael Jackson tune. 
Oops, there we go. That's it. That's why it's there. It's killing. Uh, I really like Stefan Harris. Oh, yeah, Stefan Harris is really, really good. If you didn't know that, he plays his vibraphone. It's not the same thing as marimba or xylophone. Um, and it's killing. I, I, this is something that I had a friend in college that started doing more um, arranging like popular music for mm-hmm. a jazz setting. And to me, it's really, really interesting. And it's like one of those ways that we can bridge um the gap you know and then like it's very how to put this it's even better when they do it and it doesn't come out extremely cheesy yeah you know so that's what i appreciate a lot i think like michael jackson tunes are one that like people can do that with pretty easily um but it's a cool vibe it's also a live record which is like evidently a thing i'm doing here where i really like live (laughs) records and so it's on the playlist yeah Excellent. Well, that's from his record, Soul Conversations, that came out back at the beginning of May. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, you can hear it on the playlist and then check out the rest of the record. And uh, keep on on moving here. We got for number four this month, uh, Tigran, I can't, I struggle with this cat's name all the time too. Tigran Hamasian. Sure, we'll go with that. I was gonna, I was gonna default to you here. This sounds um, like uh, just from revisiting the film. It sounds a little uh, cinematic. Sure, if we're gonna go with that in the play on words, I mean, all I know is that it features drummer Morgan Agron. I don't know how to oh, pronounce yeah, that name either. Yeah. Uh, and composer, and it's on none such records. But um, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm here because of Tigran. Tigran uh-huh. is a guy who always just blows my mind with what he does rhythmically while he plays and everything and this tune continues along that same path of blowing my mind if it's because of the music or the artwork i don't know but it's killing and uh it's off of an upcoming record coming out um i wish i knew when uh, it's not always easy to find that information for some reason but it's coming out um so it'll be good. Get a secret. Don't want you to know. I want you to be on the edge of your seat. Uh, but here's another another example of another baseless record, right? I don't hear any bass right now. Uh, at least the single. So from Tigrin. Um, it has a very. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of records that have this kind of open sound of synthesizers. I don't know. It sounds like jazz anymore when they do that do it like that sure yeah i don't I mean, know if that's if that's how you feel i don't know if it's how i feel all right well i might yeah. feel that way but i also don't want to be an old curmudgeonly uh grandpa well, you said it, it not me. <laughs> <laughs> funny okay moving along to number three for this week we got something from willie jones the third i'm sure this is swinging and straight ahead I don't know what gave you that idea. (laughs) (laughs) It is Willie Jones III doing Fallen Heroes. Um, It's a killing band. Like, there's there's kind of two bands that are on the record, or enough people to make two bands that are on different tracks. Like Jeremy Pelt's on the record. Who is the trumpet player you are hearing now? Sherman Irby is on the record. George Cables, Gerald Cannon, 
Steve Davis is on the track or is on uh, one of the tracks. Justin Robinson, Isaiah Thompson. Uh, I don't think it's this one. I think Steve Davis is on track six. Well, then who's playing trombone on this one? It must be Steve Davis. And when I'm reading, <laughs> like, the credits on this website are bad. <laughs> That's funny. But there's definitely and, a trombone uh, playing right now. Renee uh, Neufel, I think, uh, is how you pronounce that, singing vocals on one of them. Um, but I had <laughs> to stop for the break. I don't know <laughs> what else people need, you know? Like, it's just, it's going to swing out hard. And that's what we need sometimes to just start your day, you know? Sure. Sure. Oh, I see. So it's, uh, it's a lot. It's, it's people that died recently. Yeah. So I guess to actually give some more actual context to the record, mm-hmm. um, it's all like the tunes of people and like tributes too. So like trust is Roy Hargrove's tune. Um, it also some of them um pays tribute to Jimmy Heath and Larry Willis and uh the I Jackin for that. Changes is like a nod to an ice cube track, Jackin for Beats from 1990. Oh, Bet really? you weren't gonna pick that one up. No. Um but I, yeah, I figured it's, it was for Jackie McLean. No, no. Ice cube, maybe. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, it's interesting. Uh so to people that don't know this a lot of the times while i read these things you know i'm like reading up on the albums and everything and i found a review today where um i think when they posted the review online they copied the first like three paragraphs and then accidentally pasted the same three paragraphs again oops yeah but it's a killing record nonetheless go check it out it's it's a good press release because maybe it's going to get pasted twice (laughs) um funny all right, so great a great record from Willie Jones, the third, and then we're gonna move. We've got two more tracks for you this month, uh, and this one this was interesting from an interesting label. I've been looking these guys up too. It's, uh, it's a, I think they're Russian. Rainy Days Records. I think it's a Russian company, but uh, Benito Gonzalez has a new record. I have no idea. Um, I might sound like the most ignorant person here ever. I had no idea who Benito Gonzalez was. Oh, really? No idea. Um, I just saw an album with like some of the who the hell like you're on this record with Jeff Tane Watts and Christian McBride and Nick Payton and Josh Evans and Essien Essien and Sasa Mushin like it's killing and then I found out that Benito Gonzalez was like play with Roy all the time and was a member of Kenny Garrett's band for seven years and I was like wow this makes sense that I then like everything that comes off of your music because those are like oh my god um it kind of helps that Nick Payton is uh kind of in the front of this album and I always love listening to Nick Payton regardless of whatever he's doing but it is a little nice when I can listen to like like he plays so many instruments so when i can just hear him play trumpet again it's like ah yes you're so good at that you can just focus on everything else too um (laughs) he does do a lot of things yeah but i mean you got benito gonzalez playing piano and obviously then with the trio like that sometimes is him and christian and jeff tane watts okay or him and essiet and sasha okay they're both really good 
So it's a great record. Um, it's been getting tons of uh, press, or at least I've been seeing tons of press for it on like social media and whatnot. Maybe I'm just mistaken, um, but it's killing. I'd recommend people check it out. Nice. Yeah, it seems like this company is doing a lot of things. I notice a lot of projects similar to this with big names on them, like uh, like this one. So watch out for rainy, what is it? Rainy days records, something like that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think I first saw Benito with uh, Kenny Garrett, I think is when I saw him. I have not seen Kenny Garrett live. I haven't seen many people live. Let me take oh, that wow. back. Um, but it is somebody I would like to very much see live. Yeah. He came through. I, I guess I was lucky. The Rochester jazz festival was pretty, um, pretty good about bringing in um, a lot of great people. So got spoiled. Yeah. I mean, I think I've, I've come to realize, I don't know if I was meant to play trumpet because I listened to every other instrument more. Uh, And Kenny Garrett is one of those. Yeah. Well, he's pretty great. Yeah. He knows some things. He knows some things. Um, All right. Well, we got one more track to celebrate this month. We're talking about May, 2021 releases. And unfortunately this uh, master of the drums passed away recently but not without leaving us with some music. That's Ralph Peterson. Yeah. And so this is Ralph Peterson Jr.'s um, final recording. Um, It was set to be released, uh, I guess, one day. Yeah, because I guess this, so this was released the day after what would have been his 59th birthday. Mm. Um, And it's, it's killing. I mean, this is his like 26th recording as a, as a leader. Wow. Um, and, and covers tons of stuff um, and, and tons of great music. And there's like a great press release written about it online with talking about like all the different conceptual things that he wants to cover with like mental health issues and social issues and drug addiction and recovery and just everything. And it features, I mean, an incredible band. Um, and like right now you're hearing from the great vocalist, Jesmia Horn. Um, but it's, it's an awesome record and I would definitely encourage everyone to go, um, check it out. You know, it's, it's just a good album and everything there. Nice. Excellent. Well, unfortunate, an unfortunate turn of events, uh, there, but of course great music from ralph peterson and uh, from all of the artists on the playlist so if you want to find the playlist while after you're done listening here today it's on spotify so you can go to spotify and search for this is jazz today curated by outside in music type in any combination thereof of what i just said and you'll find it but uh new 10 new tracks every month um you know i was surprised you didn't include a track from uh, james francis new record well um that would makes sense if i listened more to james francis and it's not because uh he's bad but because i'm ignorant and did not know james francis that well until i discovered him on someone else's record from this playlist right because he was on but he's been playing with pat Metheny and uh he's on that uh sunrise reprise the chris potter thing i don't know if you're catching the trend of me not listening to a lot of jazz guitarists and and having to i i haven't listened to a lot of pat metheny 
Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, like I haven't listened to a lot of Pat Metheny and like, I'm notorious for always being like two years late to figuring out who somebody is and be like, wow, this person's really, really killing. The record kind of sounds like that Tigran record kind of in terms of the sonic space. Yeah. And he does, uh, yeah, I think this is the actual track because you're talking about purest form. Okay, guys, we got a bonus track. Woo, Ooh, here bonus. we go. Um, <laughs> he does a version of My Favorite Things, which is, I don't yeah. know why, but My Favorite Things, in my opinion, is always really, really interesting to see what people do with it from like that J.J. Johnson recording to like, and I mentioned a trombone player, yeah, and then Brad Meldow know. live in Marciac and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why I like that tune. It just, I enjoy it, but it's killing. I'm sure I'll go listen to it afterwards. I see like Bilal is featured on one of the tracks too. Yeah, it's cool. So there may or may not be a bonus track up by the time you get to the, the playlist. There might be an 11th track if if Alan feels so uh, moved and motivated. Anyway, I like the artwork for it. That's why I brought it up. Also because of the music, but the artwork is cool too. That's cool. Anyway. So there you go. The May, May 2021, uh, 10, maybe 11 great new releases. And uh, of course, we'll be back next month to highlight some more new releases from June, which would typically be one of the busiest months, May and June, getting ahead for festival season. But as we all know, that may or <laughs> may not actually be happening this year. But uh, excited to see a lot of things scheduled for fall and getting back to it. So Uh, Thanks for listening, as always, and thanks to Alan again for putting together our podcast here. And uh, if you want to check out some of our new releases, just go to outsideofmusic.com. You can see all the great stuff coming from our team of artists. So we're excited to keep moving forward. So have a great month, and we'll see you back here in a couple weeks. Mm